are we're not finishing, we're continuing our uh, series, uh, Navigating Life Seasons, Navigating Life Seasons. And um, the last three weeks, we've been talking about um, understanding the seasons, understanding um, that seasons follow a set order, um, understand that seasons have differences, and that um, the handling of our season impacts our future and then we as individuals don't go through the same season at the same time and so we must understand um, what season God has us in what particular season God has us in and then after we understand that um, we must ask God uh, to help us to develop a seasonal perspective um, a seasonal perspective um, and so of course we're going to go from our, our launching verse, and this is the verse for this series. It says, Ecclesiastes uh, 3 and 1, it says, for everything there is a season. It's a time for every purpose under the sun. Um, there is a season for everything. It's a purpose uh, for every purpose, a time for every purpose under the sun. Seasons, fall, winter, spring, um, and summer. We understand that here on the earth, there, uh, there are four seasons, but, uh, and, and this is kind of what we're going to be talking about, relating them to the seasons that we most readily recognize here on earth, but uh, there are different spiritual seasons. There's dry seasons. There's um, a season to mourn, and if you read in, in um, Ecclesiastes the, uh, through verse 8, you'll understand that there are various spiritual seasons that we all go through. But what I kind of wanted to do was to uh, help us to uh, and parallel the seasons that we may go through through looking at fall, winter, uh, summer, spring, and what did I miss out? Did I, I said them all? Amen. <laughs> Praise God. So today we are going to talk about navigating uh, the winter season, navigating the winter season, and we are approaching the winter season and. Um, of course, we have noticed a drop in the temperatures, um, a drop in the temperatures. And in the drop of the temperatures, we began to uh, uh, put on more clothes. Um, we don't wear the same things that we wore in the summertime. Um, and in the winter season, you notice of how things look dead, things look dormant, uh, even the bugs. Um, you, you don't have as, I'm, I'm, it seems like I'm a magnet for mosquitoes. And so you don't see as many mosquitoes uh, and I just say mosquitoes because they just seem to just want to find me. But you don't see as many insects and as many bugs um, in the wintertime. Um, you don't see as many animals scurrying around um, when it's wintertime. Uh, uh, when you look at the trees, the trees have lost their leaves. And that uh, uh, trees that used to provide a barrier right behind my house, um, there's another set of houses in um, in the summertime, uh, they're so thick that you can't even see the houses behind you. But now that the leaves have fallen, you can, you can see the houses. So um, the barrier uh, 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 that used to be presented because the seeds were full of life and full uh, of uh, leaves, it's no longer there. And so when you're looking, they may appear to be dead. So, so uh, 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 trees lose its leaves and they look dead. Um, 
uh, even in the wintertime, uh, when you get a nice snow or whatever, uh, things seem to be frozen, not moving. Um, and so uh, uh, I, I have a couple of friends who work in the mental health field. And in the mental health field, they said that the wintertime is, is great uh, and, and they see their most clients in the wintertime because of what we call seasonal depression. It's called seasonal depression. And so most people experience that when winter rolls around. So and in, in spiritually, um, we when when winter, when we're experiencing winter in our own life, it, it, it there is a barrenness. There seems to be a coldness where things have uh, 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 just dropped away. Your winter could be happening in the summer. A, a, a barrenness. It seems like, uh, uh, God, I'm not going anywhere. It doesn't seem like uh, uh, nothing is happening in my life. Uh, God, I've experienced a great loss. Uh, uh, um, I've experienced some, some cutting away. What is going on? God, uh, my finances seem like they are, are lower than low. You're experiencing a winter season. Uh, uh, when you when when it seems like your resources have become depleted, you're experiencing a winter season, a winter season, a winter season, uh, uh, not being fruitful. Um, and, and it's OK not to be fruitful. And that's one of the things that I want to kind of kind of explain to you today that we are going to go through times to where we are going to be fruitful, where we're going to be flourishing. And then there's going to be times to where we're going to be barren. We're going to be fruitless. There's nothing seems like that is being produced. Um, and, and when we when we think of winter, the best thing that I can give you an analogy for is we're going to be talking about trees, talking about trees, because the Bible says that we are like trees. And pardon me, because I'm going to turn around and look at my screen. We are like trees and Psalms 52 and eight in the New King James Version says, but I am like a green what? A green olive tree. I am. I'm like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. The Bible relates us and, and parallels us to trees. Let's look at Psalms 92 and 12 just to give you another example of what the word of God says. Uh, 92 and 12 says the righteous shall be what? Shall be like, uh, shall flourish like what? A palm tree, a palm tree. So, so God looks at us and we can relate ourselves. Uh, we, can, we can look at ourselves as being trees. Psalms 1 um, and 1 through 3 says uh, the way of the righteous in the end of the ungodly. That's the heading of it. It says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Verse 2, it says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law he meditates day and night. Let's look at verse 3. Verse 3 says, he shall be what? He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that does what? That brings forth its fruit in what? In its season. In its season. So we are like trees that are to bring forth in our season. So our season, um, you, when you're in the winter season, it does not mean that you're not producing. It does not mean that um, uh, uh, you're not going to flourish and bring forth the fruit. 
Uh, but the Bible says that in its season, so there is a season for everything. And we talked about that on last week about um, how uh, uh, everything produces in its season in due time. So the first thing that I want to do in, in, in looking at what a tree, if the Bible looks at us as a tree, then we must, uh, we, there are some great examples that we can learn from studying the tree and how it navigates the winter season, how it navigates the winter season. So number one, how it navigates the winter season is it prepares for the winter. It prepares for the winter. When I was studying what trees do, um, one thing that a tree does, it prepares itself for the cold season. It prepares itself for the harsh winter ahead where um, the sun, as we noticed, uh, the days are shorter, there's less sunlight. So a tree prepares itself to receive less uh, 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 sun rays that helps to give itself nutrients. Um, and how does a tree prepare itself? A tree prepares itself by shedding leaves, by shedding leaves. You're, we're like, okay, it got cold, it shed it. But when I was studying what the tree uh, with, with the shedding of the leaves for the tree, the tree sheds its leaves so that it can maintain the energy that it has to make it through the winter season. It sheds its leaves so it could uh, uh, conserve energy because if they kept those leaves, it would require uh, more energy and more nutrients to uh, uh, give to the leaves that's on the branches. So, so what happens is the, um, the tree sheds its leaves and then there is a sealing off process that takes place that prepares it for the winter so that um, it's just like, for instance, if we got a, a, um, a, a cut, you, you cut yourself, but yet, and I've gotten plenty of cuts, and, and then you go and you go to the hospital, go to the, and you may put a Band-Aid on it, or you may put some um, Neosporine on it, or you may get uh, sutures to, to stitch up the wound, but you're stitching it up so that the healing process and so that there's no infection that will get in, so that, that there's nothing that will come in and enter your body uh, uh, that will cause you harm. And the tree does the very exact same thing. So when it sheds its leaf, it literally is getting rid of those things that would, would, would drain it of its energy or require more energy to maintain through the wintertime. And so, um, uh, uh, and it, what it does, it, I wrote, it says it maintains um, the essentials until spring. What am I saying? Um, uh, even with, uh, let's look at John 15, 1 and 3. John 15, 1 and 3. And I'm going to bring this to, to, to where, how we need to prepare for the winter. John 15, 1 and 3 says, I am the what? The true vine. And the father is who? He is the vine dresser. The vine dresser means that he goes and he cleans up, he picks up uh, the, 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 uh, the vines so that their insects are not getting to them, so that uh, it, it has more opportunity to grow. Then verse 2 says, um, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he does what? He takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear fruit more fruit, bear more fruit. So um, 
that's the same thing that with us and in and, and the tree it, it's getting away those things that are pulling it down so that would hinder it from bearing more fruit. Let's look at the next verse. And it says, you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. So let me let me talk to you about this. What the Lord is saying is, is that if we are going to survive the winter season, we must prepare for the winter season by doing some decluttering. Some decluttering. What do I mean? Get rid of some things that are that are exerting so much of our energy. Um, I think about it, uh, I, I just, I get to wear, if I don't wear it one season, I'm giving it away. I gave a bunch of coats away. I didn't even wear them last season. So I went in my closet. I said, they're taking up space. I got to get rid of them. There are things that are in our life. There are people that are in our life that we must learn to let go. Stop holding on to it for sentimental value. Stop holding on to it because, oh, one day I'm going to get in. I'm going to grow into it. No, baby, let it go. Let it go. I'm just keeping it real. Them shoes that you keep wanting to hold on to, I'm saying it to myself. Get rid of them and let them go. Let it go. We have to declutter. Y'all know how I'm talking to the women now. <laughs> we keep wanting to hold on to things. And we need, we can have a yard sale right by ourselves. And honestly speaking, if we look at our life, there are things that are right within our life that we need to declutter. Let it go. You've been holding on to that attitude long enough. You've been holding on to that hurt long enough. You've been holding on to that disappointment long enough. Let it go because it is draining you of your energy. It is draining you. It's pulling you down. I think about it, decluttering, it means that even some of the mindsets that we have, God says that I am doing a new thing. Behold, all things become new. He says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. There are things that we need to even in our mindset. It does not mean because you have done it year after year. It does not mean that you need to keep on doing it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. This is the way I've always done it. Okay, it don't mean it's always right. <laughs> Does not mean that because the way you've been doing it is right. It's like we must put ourselves, and I think I spoke about this when we were uh, laying the foundation. We must always put ourselves in a posture to receive. We must always put ourselves in a posture of, of humility and a have a teachable spirit. Because when we're in that posture, God can work with it. But he says that what? He says uh, 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 that the, the, if you exalt yourself, that you will be humble in due time. I, I know I'm kind of mixing it up. But he says that if you humble yourself, I will exalt you in due time. So we must walk with a posture of humility. Getting rid of things. Look at, think about it. We have some health professionals in here. And decluttering, when you think of declutter, you think of clots. You think of clots. Uh, a clutter literally means clot, uh, means that nothing can get through, um, means that nothing new can grow. Uh, it, it's a stopping point. And I have said, Lord, never let me be a stopping point or a clot to growth. Never let me be a, a person that is not allowing growth or that is a chokehold. Uh, and so, 
in the clotting process, it is removing the old to get ready to the new. Think about blood clots. Blood clots can be what? Blood clots can be good and blood clots can be bad. If you got a blood clot in your lung, you need to, you need to make your way to the hospital. If you got a blood clot in your heart, you need to make your way to the hospital. However, if there is a clot, if there is a cut, if, if there is a wound, if there is something that happens to you, the blood goes to that particular of the part of the body and will literally clot itself to seal it all to begin the healing process. And so clotting can be good and clotting can be bad. Where is there a blood clot in your life? Where is there a blood clot? in your life, in your appetite? Is, there, is technology clotting your appetite for God? Is, is uh, technology and other people uh, uh, diminishing your craving for the word of God? Lack of time, uh, uh, not being able to adequately manage your time? Is there a clot? Is your viewpoint and expectations of others literally bringing about a point that you cannot go any further because of your expectations are not being met? God's saying, prepare for the winter. Prepare. Let go. Shed those things. Don't exert any more energy. It's draining. It's draining you spiritually is draining you mentally. Let it go. Number two. Number two. What happens with the tree when the tree is preparing for um, winter and it sheds its leaves, it's entering into a, a time of dormancy. So when you see that, you, you now can say, well, I know that the tree is entering into a, a, a dormant season. And so to be dormant means that it's temporarily inactive or inoperative. It's temporary inactivity and a deep rest. A deep rest. A deep rest. And so in, that, uh, in the time when the tree is shedding its leaves, it's entering into a deep rest. And if the tree does not enter into that dormancy stage, it messes up the whole vital process, renewal process for spring for that tree. Um, if the tree fails to uh, do the necessary things and enter into the dormancy process, come springtime, you will not see any leaves. You will not see any buds. You will not see anything growing in on that tree. And so what am I saying? I'm saying that there are times that we have to enter into a time of inactivity. We have to, there's times that God will literally lead us into a time of, of uh, 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 not operating, a time of deep rest. Uh, uh, and I know that even for myself, um, I know that in March of 2020, uh, I, I went into a point where God said, I just need for you to rest, a time to seek my face. Um, even in October, I didn't, I didn't preach the whole month of October. It was clergy month. So we had the clergy that's here in the house to speak. Why? Because God was saying that there is a time you need to rest from all activity. You need to take a break. You need to take a mental break. Some of y'all need a mental break. <laughs> Some of y'all need a break from people. Some of you need a break from, from, from the voices that you hear. 
Why? Because it is conserving, it is, it is expending your energy. And so when you fail to enter into that time of rest, you are stalling your own growth process. You're stalling your own growth process. You're stalling it. You're stalling it. The grapevine. Um, let me read to you what I said. It's a grapevine. It is in the midst of the dormant season. The roots of the vines become more established, so the branches will produce even more luscious, vibrant fruit. Let's look at John 15 and 4. So what happens is, in the dormant season, the tree has is increasing its tolerance level for the cold. And so John uh, 15, verse 4 says, New Living Translation, it says, Remain in me, and I, rem I will remain in you, for a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine. If it's severed from the vine. There, the trees that are behind my, my house are not like the geese that can fly south to warmer weather. But it has to dig in. It has to remain. It cannot relocate itself in order to survive the winter season. It must stay connected to where it's at. It, 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 it's not able to move. There are times in our life that we want to move from where we're at, but God says, I have you stationary, and it's not time to move. I know there's nothing happening in your life. I know that things seem to be going uh, uh, in a way that you don't want them to go, but God is saying, stay still. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And it says, for a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. We have to remain. In the winter season, it's not a time to run. It's not a time to get up and say, I'm done. But allow the dormancy season to produce in us what it needs to produce. Even though it doesn't look like it, God is saying that I'm producing something in you. And then um, my point number three, my last point. Point number three in navigating the winter season, it says that the tree and we must draw our nutrients and insulation from God's word. We must draw our nutrients and insulation from God's word. We often look at the bark as just being part of the tree. But the bark actually acts as an insulation to the tree. The bark, you, you, the bark, it may look like that uh, uh, it's dead and you go and it's like, and I've done it before. I did it the other day. I was trimming some um, flowers in my house and on the outside, the stem looked dead. But then when I cut it, it was green on the inside. I was like, ooh, ooh, I done pruned this too bad. I, I won't mean it to do that. And there are times that we may look like nothing is happening, but down on the inside, there is life. Down on the inside, that bark provides insulation. And then it says moisture is drawn from the underground roots. So in, in the summertime, in, in, in when the tree is preparing for winter, it is drawing its nutrients from the roots. 
is drawing its nutrients, what it needs from the roots. It then in turns, uh, and this is what really amazed me, because of the nutrients that it was drawing from the roots, the, the nutrients, it was then being converted to a form of antifreeze for the tree. So in other words, what it, what it does when it gets cold, the, 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 the transformation process of what the tree was, is receiving, the nutrients that is stored up, is acting as a type of antifreeze to be able to help them to withstand the, the winter season. The winter season. Let's look at Colossians 2 and 6. And so for us, if we have not gotten the right nutrients, we don't have anything to sustain us in the wintertime. We don't have nothing to pull on when we're going through our winter season. We have not studied the word of God. We have not taken the time to get close to God, take that time of resting. And I'm going to be the first one. There has been times that God says shut everything down for the day. And no joke, every day I say I'm going to do it, something comes up. And so I never really get that opportunity just to spend and to lay before God because of the pressures and the things of life. But God is saying during this time, during this time where the COVID numbers are going back up, during this time where there's so much uncertainty, we think that our jobs is our sustainer, but no, God is our sustainer. Y'all didn't hear me. God is our sustainer. I tell people all the time, you think that you have your money, your job, but all of that could be taken away at a blink of an eye. All of it. All of it. Your life can be snatched away at the blink of an eye. Tomorrow is not promised to you. It's not promised. What do you have that's inside of you that will help you to sustain the winter season? If you have not taken your taken time to get into the face of God, to seek the Lord in prayer, you have nothing to sustain you. You may be trying to go on, and I said this on last week, you may be trying to go off of somebody else's religion, but you need your own. My religion ain't going to help you. What I know is not going to help you. I can share it with you, but you got to know it for yourself. Colossians 2 and 6 says, and now just say, now just as you, uh, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Continue to follow him. How are you going to make it to the winter season? Continue to follow him. Verse 7 says, and then it, um, it says, let your what? Let your roots, let your roots grow down into him into him not among things let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him then your faith will grow as strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness this verse is saying that in the winter season we have to dig into god in the winter season we have to build everything of who we are and who we don't think we are. We got to build it in him. There is, this is the time, I, 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 I don't know if y'all are getting this, but during this time and this season, it is so important that you develop a hunger for God. It's so important that you seek the approval of God and not man. It's so important that you seek God in his face and not just his hand and what he can do for you. 
My God, it is a time for you to get intimate with our Father in the winter season. In the winter season. We can either flourish in the winter season, prepare for the new growth that's coming, or we can die. So if we're going through, don't let the winter rob you. Don't let the winter rob you of the things that's about to come. Yeah, it's not going to be always. It's a season. It's a season. It's a season. It's a season. You can play softly. It's a season. It's a season. The hurt is not going to last always. It's a season. Disappointment is not going to last always. Y'all hear me? Ezekiel 47 and 12 says, and it gives us a great picture of what we're to do in the winter season. We're to draw from the river of life. We've heard a song, there's a river of life flowing out of me. Spring up, oh well, within my soul. Spring up. Ezekiel 47 and 12 says their leaves will not wither and their fruit will not fail. They will bear every month. Listen to this part. Why are they going to bear every month? It says because their water flows from the sanctuary and their fruit will be food and their leaves for healing. You surviving the winter season is not just about you. You making it through the winter season, according to Ezekiel 47 and 12, it says so that your fruit, your fruit will be food for others and your leaves will be healing for others. The Bible promises us that even though it's winter, we're gonna bear every month. Keep looking to God. Keep looking to God. I want you to say out of your mouth right now that this is just a season. This is just a season. And like they sung this morning, the praise and worship team said, trouble is not going to last always. This season is not going to last always. But this too shall pass.
song minister to you right now? What are you going through? else that is going through. Encourage somebody else and let them know God can move that mountain. You can make it through your winter season. You can make it through the winter season. Let your roots go down deep. Stay connected to the Father. Don't give up. Don't give up. to be that protection to them. 